Welcome to Undiet Yourself, the podcast with the sole purpose of helping you shed the shackles of diet rules and restrictions so you can eat healthily and happily. If you are looking to ditch the diet chatter that's running on replay in your head and your life, are trying to build a better relationship with food, and you're ready to nourish your whole body and well-being, well, pull up a seat. I'm your host, Shanique Allen, and I want to welcome you to the show. If you are ready, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. I'm so glad you're tuning in. We are going to jump right into this one. So you know how before and after pictures are the ultimate transformation story. And when you look at these pictures, the before is usually of someone in a larger body with a mostly sad face. Whereas the after is the same person in a smaller body with a mostly smiling, happy face. Now, you can define large and small however you want, but the point here is to note that there is some physical change moving the body from one state to a smaller body. And when you read the words that accompany most of these pictures, they go something like, I was unhappy, not in a great place in my life, and decided to take charge of my health and do something about it. And then more than the physical changes is the mindset. Now, I have nothing against transformation pictures. If that's what you use to chronicle your journey or one aspect of your journey, by all means, do you. This is not me bashing or um, trying to shame anyone into, you know, the fact that they do them because I was somebody who did the same. So I understand it. And I am certain that there had to have been some kind of mindset shift or change that had to have occurred for the kind of transformation, however small or however large, that's portrayed in these pictures. But, and this is the big but, I'm emphasizing this but, that the body transformation is the ultimate prize is what's problematic and misleading about quote-unquote healthy transformations. Because of course, before and after pictures don't tell the whole story and they never will and I don't expect them to. However, they're the things that's put, that is put on a pedestal and it's what many people then use to pursue quote-unquote their health journey because most of their efforts are with that outcome in mind. They too want their own before and after pictures and I understand it totally. But it begs the question, are you doing it for health or are you doing it to change your body to fit an ideal look of health? Because what if you implement all of the changes and your body does not change? Are your efforts worth it or are they not? That's something for you to consider. And it's because we've been told some lies. I'm going to pinpoint two main ones that is perpetuated heavily. Um, however discreet, but it is, like I said in episode one, that culture is so ingrained that we miss the ways in which it shows up um, in everyday life. Now, the first lie is feeling good in your body is the same thing as feeling good about your body. Typically, when someone says they want to feel better in their bodies within the health and fitness space, it often translates to wanting to feel better up. About the way one's body looks. And this is not me casting judgment here. I will have clients that say, sure, they want to feel good with more energy, but they want to also look good in their clothes or look better naked. Again, this is not an indictment. I completely understand it. We've been conditioned to want that or to believe that both go hand in hand. 
My friends, this is simply a symptom of living in a culture that equates health to body size. And this is the hill that I will die on now that health does not equal body size. So what does feeling good in your body really mean? First up, remember bodies are diverse. Hence what makes one body feel good will be different from someone else. If you are someone who spent an inordinate amount of time trying to diet your way to being healthy, yet feeling more exhausted, less nourished, and struggling to have a good relationship with food, then you should apply to Undiet Your Nutrition. Undiet Your Nutrition is my signature program for helping women ditch the diet overwhelm and reclaim healthy nutrition habits that serve body, mind, and heart. Inside the program, you'll be taking steps to release toxic diet culture beliefs, tune into your body's physical and non-physical needs, find peace with food, and cultivate a practice of kindness, compassion, and self-care. If this sounds like you, head on over to shaniqueallen.com program to apply and schedule a time to see if it's right for you. Now, let's get back to the show. Secondly, feeling good in your body is often more about it functioning in certain ways, certainly in ways that allow you to show up in your life. So a body that is sluggish probably doesn't feel very good. A body that is stiff, achy, and in pain all the time does not feel good, I can tell you. A body that's feeling bloated and constipated is likely not a body that feels good. A body that's always hungry and famished is not likely to be a happy body. And a body that feels, you know, short of breath or out of breath is also not likely to feel good trying to do things. These are a few examples of what not feeling good in one's body might look like. And it points to things that we can spend time on figuring out or ways to navigate or improve without tying your proof that you care about your health to. Feeling heavy may have to do with possibly feeling more sluggish or having less stamina or feeling constipated. Feeling puffy might also mean feel blo- you're feeling bloated or you're con- feeling constipated and point to how your body feels. But you see statements like feeling fat, friends, that is not a feeling. That is not about what's happening in your body. It's about how you feel about the way your body may have changed. And it points to other things, which I will just direct you back to episode two so you can get that context. And I'm not being judgmental here. Again, thanks to diet culture, society, the patriarchy, this is something that we have learned. And if your body has changed in that way, then something is wrong with that body. That's the lie that we've been told living in diet culture. So what does feeling good about your body look like? Well, the saying look good to feel good. Mm, while I understand it, and sometimes I mean, I do agree with it on some level and have been there. I kind of find it also misleading because the assumption is that you will feel good when you look good. And while that might be true in some instances, Here's how I can easily call bullshit on this belief. Because take a look at any old picture when you were possibly in a smaller body or quote unquote look good. I'm certain you look at that pic now and think, oh my gosh, I look so good then. But if you think back to that time, you were still in search of feeling good about your body, aka feeling good in your body. Feeling good about your body is like having a carrot dangled on a string in front of you. 
And no matter how much you move towards it, it just keeps moving away from you. It doesn't get any closer. And I can use my own story. Again, go back to episode two, where I said I looked the part, quote unquote, looked the part of a fit, healthy person. I had muscles and as far as others were concerned, I was the epitome of health. But my friends, I felt like shit half the time. And there are many women walking around feeling great about the way their body looks. Maybe they have the flat abs, they have the muscles, they have the shape, but they are cranky as hell, irritable, struggling with energy, sleep, don't have a great relationship with food. But you don't see that and you're not going to see that in a before and after picture. So maybe you had to not focus on the aesthetics or trying to shrink your body. And instead, you had to, you know, address some underlying things that were impacting your overall health more. And as a result of that, your body has changed. If you're feeling better in your body or it's functioning a little better or it's allowing you to show up in life in a little more aligned way or in a way that is more aligned with your values and, you know, what you want, but you don't feel great about your body. I see you, my friends, and I can tell you though that hating on your body is not going to help. And I'm not telling you to just get over it because let's be honest, you won't not right away. Thanks to living your whole life doing so. You might also not even hate your body, but it doesn't mean that you've not been conditioned to not like it. So here's what I want you to do. See your body for what it's brought you through, how strong it is, what it's capable of. What if you looked at your body from that angle and tried to find feeling good in your body and pursue the activities that allowed you to do that? What would happen if you started to focus that way? Even as you work on being less harsh and judgmental about your body, because let's be honest, you will not always like your body. Does not mean you can't respect it. Does not mean you can't honor it in many ways or in the many ways that are accessible to you. And here's the thing. You, there are many things that you can do to improve the way your body feels. But also recognize, again, bodies are diverse. And the same things that you try and I try may not work on all bodies. Some may not work at all for this very reason. And because of the culture that we live in, particularly where diet culture is concerned, there are those things you, you're told to go after so you can start to feel better about your body. Remember, we've been conditioned to believe the two are the same thing without even us realizing. And this brings me to the second lie we've been sold that there are rules you need to follow to start feeling better in your body. Now I'm going to share, I had a client who was a macro tracker and she'd make her eggs every morning with spinach and have it with some kind of, you know, whole wheat toast. Maybe it was Ezekiel toast, I think, and all the things while she made her kids breakfast. But after she sent her kids to school, she'd end up not eating it. She'd in fact go to work without eating it until she got super ravenous and ate whatever snacks were around, never feeling particularly satisfied. She thought... She just had a problem with snacking and felt bad for always failing to stick to her macros. Now, when we started to work together, we started to uncover some beliefs and some practices. We recognized that she was following a rule that she had to eat eggs with this healthier bread instead of regular bread or tortillas, which she enjoyed. And she did not actually want to eat the eggs or the bread. And since the focus on tracking macros was to manage her weight, she got this limited list of options 
she felt honor bound to stick with the rules inherent in those options. And as a result of that, could not make the connection between the rules around this list of foods impacting her freedom of choice, her behavior, and how she felt in her body as a result. Now, I'd share this piece to ask you, look at the things you might think are normal, but are in fact little rules that you've adopted. Whether you've gotten a list, check the rules that you're following, whether self-imposed or you learn them. You don't eat after six, regardless of how hungry you are. So you use water and tea to trick it. You eat only when you're hungry because the hunger is something you cannot trust and it is to be feared. You don't snack between meals or you snack at, or snack at all because snacking means more calories and that's a bad thing. You don't have a second serving because that means you're greedy. You don't eat for any other reason than nutrients because that's the only purpose that food serves. You don't eat fruit because it's too much sugar. You eat only unprocessed, organic, fresh, grass-fed because everything else is unhealthy. You track your food, you count your calories because you must manage your weight. So I don't know about you, maybe me listing them all has given you pause and if it has, I hope it is along the lines of you do not need rules to eat in a more aligned way or in a way that better supports you and your body or to feel good in your body. Guidelines are one thing, but if you aren't able to explore food, if you aren't able to shift or exercise trust in yourself because you tie your success to one thing, aka how your body changes or not, then these rules are nothing but little nooses around your neck. Whether you learned them from participating in some challenge, you grew up hearing them, or you were kind of adopted them just from, you know, the being on your journey and in the spaces you are because you thought they're necessary to eat healthily or eat healthier. Here's what I want you to ask yourself. If I knew my body wasn't going to physically change, how have these helped me feel good feel better or feel well in my body or you can ask if I knew my body was going to physically change are these rules adding to my life in a more fruitful way or are they only robbing me of being present being kind being in tune to my body and being in my life even if you're coming from a place of you know what I need to make different decisions around food and my eating and my health than what I've been making before so I can feel well or as well as I want to are these the kind of rules that are going to allow you to do that. And if not, not only is that stopping you from changing the way you feel in your body as much as you can change it, but it's also blocking you from being able to tell when your body isn't even feeling good to begin with. And more often than not, these rules are accepted and pursued because we buy into that belief that so long as they're leading to a physical transformation, then that's what matters. But does it though? That's my question to you, or that's another question to you. Here's what I want you to leave with, friends. It's okay to make changes. It's okay to want to make changes to your eating and your wellness habits, but please do not be fooled. There is more to meaningful and healthful change than the body transformation. Nothing wrong if you want the body transformation. I'm just reminding you or offering you a different perspective on what it really means. Because feeling good in your body is not the same thing as feeling good about your body. Nothing wrong again with wanting both. Just do not mistake one for the other. Ask how can you nourish your body in a way for it to feel good so you can function well or show up as best as you possibly can given whatever scenario it is because your body is a varied body and what's healthy and what feels good in your body will be different compared to someone else there's nothing wrong with your body you will probably want to look at ways to better support and nourish your body and it 
you do not need rules to do that. You don't need food rules to start feeling better in or feeling good in your body because you are not a robot and the rules tend to take away your ability or erode your ability to be discerning of what feels good in your body and what's a warning signal because guess what your body is smart it's not lying to you when it says it's hungry or it isn't satisfied and as for this control thing that you might be worried about you won't lose control by following your own compass and inner wisdom because the rules are what make you often behave that way because they limit what's available and what's possible for you. So consider all the ways you can nourish your body to feel good in it as you work on treating it with a little more respect, a little more kindness, a little more compassion because it deserves it. You deserve it. And this is where I leave you, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to hit subscribe, leave me a review, and share with someone you know who might need to hear this. If you are on the gram, come and say hi at Shanique Allen underscore. Let me know you listen to the podcast. And until next time, keep walking the good walk to Undiet Yourself.